Welcome back to Ted and Tanner do a podcast. I am Ted. I, like last week, am still Tanner. Surprising how that happens. Yeah, it's getting it's getting exhausting. Speaking now, Tanner, of exhausting, <laughs> hey, this is so. This is the week we all know what every podcast is going to do since the beginning of podcasts. So you know, 1990. I don't know when do when did podcasts start. I think 1990 is a little too early. Oh, I would say early, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let, let me pull up the old Google machine here. See what it says. The, the, the riveting, the riveting inside look. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Uh, I would guess 2000 and now 98. I'm going 98. 2098? 2098. Which I hear uh, is going to be a much better year. Well, here, uh, if you link to the History of Podcasting Wikipedia page, you get... I trust everything on Wikipedia. Yep. June 2005, Apple added podcasting to its iTunes 4.9 music software. Oh, that was the 4.9? Yeah. I thought it was 4.8. That's interesting. Yeah, I I knew you did. I knew you did. So... But it, it looks like it might have started a little earlier because truly what a what it is is it's an RSS feed. Yeah. All right, now people are starting to turn off our podcast. Well, so yeah, if they hadn't already, but like, well, there was some lingering silence while Ted yeah. Google things. Exactly. Exactly what, a, exactly what exactly a podcast is. A good podcast should have everyone a little silence with just some a little bit of keyboard silence, clicks, waiting in anticipation, hoping that something. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Tanner, we've, we've made through Christmas. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. And now we're in the week of dead, right? Like does just questioning, does the week, the days, the 26th to the 31st, do they really exist or is it just kind of, Honestly, I mean, we could kind of look at really everything from about March to January 1 and be like, did that exist? That's true. Did it exist? I don't know if it did. I mean, but it did. So that the, the, the week early between Christmas and New Year's there, it's just it's, it's hard because you, you're like, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something. No, I was waiting. So I'll, I'll wait till January. Like all those the other Netflix night, shows that need watching. But that's right. But after a year like this, I don't want to watch anything. I, this is a place of confession since you're a pastor. I've watched mm-hmm. it all. I have seen everything. There was, well I, I, I clicked on an article and it was like the 40, the 40 TV shows you need to watch this year. And I was like, I don't think I need to read that because I've already watched them all. <laughs> right. I mean, we don't, we don't have a kid. We have a dog. We're sitting at home. There's nothing to do. We can't go out. What am I supposed to do on, you know, in the evenings? Well, mm-hmm. people suggest I read a book. <laughs> what do you think? I'm 12. I'm not reading a book. I'm watching yeah. TV. I'm an adult. What, what, what even is reading? Yeah. I'll put on the subtitles. Do, don't people know that TikTok exists now? Yeah. <laughs> the year of TikTok, 2020. It's true. Well, and it was it was crazy as Tanner did some research for this and sent me a, a meme on 2020. And, uh, you know, this meme was just kind of a, a back and forth of everything that happened. And you get through a bunch of panels of it. And then it's like, and that's January. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's uh, if you can live through 2020, I think that you can live through a lot of things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's one, I, I don't know. An interesting thing too, for me, as I look at 2020 is, is it's been hard. Like there's no doubt. Right. It's been, um, you know, everything going on this year has been crazy, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see how history writes about it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we get 15, 20 years down the road, um, you know, how, how is 2020 going to be written about in, um, in accordance with all this stuff and, um, you know, things, things that like in history, I don't know if we ever talked about much, like I knew it was there, but like the flu pandemic, they talk about the 1918 flu pandemic. Well, I didn't really know anything about that until this year and started looking back and, uh, but Tanner, what's, you know, we look at this year and there's been a lot of insanity. There's been a lot of, you know, bad things happening, a lot of weird things happening. What is one highlight of 2020 for you? Uh, One of the things that I like to do, especially around this time of the year is I'll go into, in my phone, I'll go right into my phone, right. And I'll go to the photos and I'll start scrolling through I'll start back at January one and kind of just like see through, you know, the year and like mm-hmm. all the highlights and try to just, and that's just one way for me to uh, maybe begin processing the year, maybe begin just finding things that I'm thankful for and, and all that. I haven't done that yet, but I can tell you right now that if I go to my photos, you're going to see a lot of pictures of pancake, our dog. And truly for us, that has been a huge, I mean, just, a, I, an answer to prayer, a huge highlight, whatever, whatever good thing you want to call it. Uh, that's what it's been because we, we picked him up the day that the world basically shut down, which was like March 14th, 15th, like right around there. Mm-hmm. Right. So the world just kind of was like, well, you know, we're, we're done. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in this time, this period of waiting and wondering and, you know, still trying to figure out how long. It, and that was back in, in, in March when everyone was like, this will probably last for like a month or two and then everything will be back to normal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we're still saying, well, like in a month or two, everything will be back to normal. Um, but for us, it was definitely bringing pancake home and, you know, raising a dog. And it was great yeah. because we weren't going out. Like Sarah didn't have to go into the office. I was no longer on tour. Like, it, everything mm-hmm. just kind of opened us, opened up for us to be at home. Um, and I think as I begin to look back on 2020, I'm trying to find more of those things where it's like, um, it would like, because of 2020, we were able to have this and to do this and not necessarily, we weren't able to do this or to do that. Cause it's very easy mm-hmm. for me to be like, well, I wasn't able to do this or I wasn't able to do that. But like, at least for me in, in what I'm doing as, as a writer and a poet, I was touring and now I, I'm not, but now I've realized I can be at home and still do my job in a different, in a different way and survive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot like Sarah and I talked about this the other night, but like, there's a lot of things that we can be thankful for because of the weird year that we've had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I about you? What's a, what's a highlight for, for y'all? Uh, we, we got a chance um, in October to, to get away and go on a vacation. And it was kind of in that minor dip right in, in COVID. Um, but the coolest part was it was this cabin in the middle of nowhere uh, of Arkansas. And honestly, to the point, like, as we were driving there, I was getting a little nervous. Chelsea had booked this place for us mm-hmm. on Airbnb. It's like, we're going to get murdered out here. Like no one will know. 
I'm just going to get murdered in the back hills of Arkansas. But, you know, obviously that wasn't true. Like it was just, I was joking with her and, but it was really neat because it was this little cabin. They had, um, enough, uh, they had solar power on it so we could like charge our phones and stuff and, you know, get pictures. But it really was like the sun would go down and we were kind of bummed. There was a big firing, but they were on a burn ban, but Mm -hmm. the, the cabin had a, uh, wood burning stove. And so we would just get in there at night and get that wood burning stove going and we'd make dinner and play banana grams and just hang out. And we found out, so the Astros were still in the playoffs at that point, And there was like one section of um, the cabin where we could set our phone and get the radio broadcast. Yeah. Um, uh, online. And so that was, it was just kind of a lot of fun to like sit and listen to a baseball game and hang out. Uh, and, and then we did a lot of fun hikes and just that time of like slowing down mm-hmm. was really, really good. Um, and uh, that was probably the highlight of, of my year was like, Hey, we get to go and do that. But I think, um, I've learned a lot about myself this year. Like I've done a lot. Well, of- I was just, I was just going to say, like, I just wrote this down. Like this is the year that I grew up. Yeah. Like I, I really, like, I didn't have a, didn't have a choice. You know, mm-hmm. I would, there was, there was, yeah. we weren't playing. I wasn't playing it safe, like anything, but it was like, you know, it was like the getting of the dog. It was taking the next step as a business. It was like, you know, going through some real, real life stuff. Like my dad almost, you know, almost died this year. And it was like making these big decisions. And, um, you know, it's like really trying to learn how to put family and health before a lot of other things. And that, I feel like this was the year that I grew up. Also, I learned how to rest this year. Well, towards yeah. the last half of the year, like the last five weeks, but yeah, it was one of those years where I feel like this is the year that I, I, I took that next step of maturity, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. It is. And, but I think a big part of this year has been learning a lot of us learning to say, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with, mm-hmm. you know, cause as much as we've talked about, you know, highlights here and kind of goofed off with 2020, like, you know, it's, I would be surprised to find one person whose plans went according to plan this year. Um, exactly. you know, and so it taught us all how to think on our feet. I think it exhausted us all a lot. Yeah. Um, the, the frustrating thing is in the midst of it, um, you know, you have pandemic, you have, uh, the struggle with racial inequality, um, you know, mm-hmm. as, as a white guy, that was, that was a big piece of my year was like sitting back and struggling and going like, wow, like listening to some friends and going, I, I need mm-hmm. to like look at myself and say, Hey, where's, where do I grow? And uh, blessed to be in, in kind of the, the faith background um, we're in, which, you know, says, Hey, like sin is sin. Like, mm-hmm we don't have to answer like, is racism a thing? Cause the answer is like, yeah. of course it is. Yes. And if, if it's a thing, you know, then as a sinner, I gotta, I gotta keep an eye out to say, Hey, how's this, how's this weeding into my life? And so, um, still trying to grow and learn in that. Um, 
But then you had the, uh, you know, the election. And luckily it was a smooth election, right? No one had any opinions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was all just real straight. No, it's, you know, to have a year where it seems like everyone's at each other's throats for to- like for the whole year. And because of the pandemic, like it's, it's, this has been a year of learning and growth and. Um, yeah, nothing was easy. No. And, and, and I mean, going back to what you said about, you know, uh, racism and social unrest, I, while, and we are still, we're still in it. It's not over. There was always work to be right. done. But right. when that really came forward into the forefront of really anytime you looked at the news or the internet or the conversations that you were having, I'm going to look back on that and um, be thankful for those conversations and the opportunity to learn and to grow and to take that hard look at, at myself and to say, well, here are some ways that you have certainly failed. Here are some ways that you have not loved your neighbor. Here are some ways where you can be better as an individual and stand with the hurting, stand with your neighbor, stand with mm-hmm. those people. Um, and as much as I, I mean, nobody likes to go through the uncomfortable thing. But like you were saying earlier, like when we look back 10, 15 years on 2020, I hope that one thing that 2020 will be known for is the year that America took a step closer to loving their neighbor into equality. Yeah. And it's, I think it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of years, because part of America's issue is our love of comfort. Um, and I was listening just the other day, driving somewhere and there was a news story about how, uh, if like the top 3% of countries cut back on their spending in certain areas, like, you know, extravagant spending, you know, disposable income kind of stuff. Um, the effects it would have not only on um, happiness, but on uh, um, environment, on uh, poverty, on all these things. And uh, to me, the fascinating thing of 2020 is it stripped us of that comfort. Mm-hmm. It stripped us of those things where it's like, Oh, am I spending money on these things that like, you know, are they worth my, and not even money time, right? Like, Mm -hmm. am I spending my time wisely? Uh, and I'm just fascinated both personally and then kind of sociologically where, where's this all going to lead? Because you look Mm -hmm. at the, you know, 1918 and I've started to see these posts in a couple different places where people are like, I totally understand the roaring twenties now because Mm -hmm you had this flu pandemic and then people could go outside again. So they just, you know, went buck wild. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to see if we're going to, you know, okay. So the pandemic starts to slow down and you know, the vaccine comes out. What's, what's going to happen on the other side of it? Mm -hmm. You know, where are we going to go? I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, which is hard. Mm -hmm. I want to be, I, I want to be just optimistic. Uh, but uh, coming out of this year that we've had, one of the questions that Sarah and I started to ask each other, and I, we might have been doing this before, but it was really, really something helpful this year, was we just kind of asked each other, like, what do you need? 
you know, and for me for a long time, I have, a, I've always had a hard time answering that question. And so with the, the year that, that we've had and, and the, you know, the ongoing growth that's taking place, it's to really sit and to look and say like, for, yeah, what do you need to help make it this time? Now, I don't, don't, I don't think that's a question for always, um, because it could be like, you know, what does your neighbor need? Or, you know, how can I serve and love people around me? But there are those moments where it's like, okay, what do you need? Because yeah. this isn't as this year was not a sprint. It was, it was a, it was a marathon on a treadmill going backwards. Right. Uh-huh. And it was just an uphill. It was, it was a lot. And so to ask that question, what do you need? And then what do you need going forward? I think that's one of those questions that I'm going to try to ask myself. And, and that doesn't just mean like, you know, what are my immediate needs or my comforts, but it's like, you know what I need to read more books on race equality and reconciliation, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And it's like, I need to continue to educate myself. I need to continue to open up my eyes, um, to see things through a different lens. Yeah. I had a, um, a conversation, uh, with a friend this week, um, via, uh, Instagram message, but he sent me the new, uh, Bible project mm. video and it was on, they're doing an Advent series. I don't know if it was a new video or they had posted one of their older videos as like an Advent series kind of thing. And so they were doing, um, a word study of agape of love Greek in the new Testament, you know, this specific form of love and the breakdown of what he pulled from it was, um, basically that love is an action. So much of what we think love as is a feeling is passive, you know, is those kinds of things. But he, he was like, man, this, this video is kind of blowing my mind because all of a sudden I'm looking and going, Oh, when God says, love your neighbor, like he's expecting you to do something about it. And, um, I think for me, as I go out of, 2020 and into 2021 is to look and say, I want that to kind of be a key piece of my next year is to say Mm -hmm. like, Hey, loving my neighbor is about actions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so in, in the Bible, uh, Jesus is asked, Hey, what are the greatest commandments? And he responds, you know, the greatest is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And the next is, is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so if we look at love as an action and there are passive aspects to it too. Right. But like, for me, that's 2020 revealed in me a lot of my own, um, my own idols, my own, again, seeking comfort over, um, loving my neighbors and looking to say, okay, what's, what are the actions I need to take? And there are things that are like, you know, uh, global national, you know, those kinds of things, but there's also like, you know, how do I, how do I love Chelsea? Well, how do I love the people of my church? Well, how do I love my actual neighbors? Well, you know, my physical next door neighbors, um, and just just looking 2020 to 2021, I think there's a lot there of saying, number one, uh, and, and you said something earlier that uh, kind of uh, optimism got just nixed this year. 
because yeah. we were all optimistic we were going to do a lockdown and be back together by Easter. Like, do you remember that when we were so naive that they yeah. locked us down and we said, hey, but, you know, we'll, we'll got, all got a couple of weeks great. for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll all be two great. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we all finally got toilet paper. We'll be okay. Yeah. Fine. It's, yeah. And we were all kind of like, okay, here we go. And, and then this was, was back like, when, like, some people wore masks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, well, and now it's like, you know, the, the blessing we have is we have a lot of protocols in place. Like we get to, we can still physically meet as a church, mm-hmm. even though we're, you know, socially distanced and wearing masks and those kinds of things. And I know that's not true for everyone. I'm, I'm very happy that we can, it, we, yeah. you know, be as safe as possible. But I think this year optimism took a big hit. Like, um, it just because everything has been optimistic, 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 and then like your knees get cut out from under you. And so, uh, and it's exhausting to be optimistic and it's exhausting to try to continue to be optimistic in a world that is just exhausted. Yeah. 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 And, and I think another thing I've been taught this year is to be like, understand that everyone's going through something right yeah um mm-hmm. and so just <laughs> one of the things this year is like a lot of um a lot of problems and issues and personal struggles got amplified throughout the year because mm-hmm. like, like you mean a lot of our comforts were stripped away and then when the comforts are stripped away or or, or when the thing that you're hiding behind gets stripped away you know things are more and more exposed um yeah i it, 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 i mean just through conversations with friends and then getting to know some people on the internet, it was, it's difficult to watch other people go through things. And I think kind of going back to, we're talking about, about loving your neighbor. It was, this year was, was especially difficult to love your neighbor because there were these, there was more than just one division in place, right? Whether it was political race belief. Now it was six feet. Right. And mm-hmm. so there was that, that more. And so I think this year, and, and I had somebody send me a question in the day on Instagram about like, Hey, like I'm a service oriented person. Like how should, how can I go about loving my neighbor now? And I didn't ha- I don't have a good answer. I still don't have one. And because it's like, yeah. well, it, it takes getting to know your neighbor and then finding out what are they okay with. Right. And like one of the things that we love to do is to like give people food. Right. But it's like, you have to, Hey, I, this is what's in it. This is how I made it. I washed my hands. I haven't been around anybody who's, you know, come in contact with anybody who has, who has had COVID. I don't have a temperature, you know, and it's just like, it was, is this, is this actually helping? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and uh, Tanner, as we kind of, you know, close out our most, uh, happy go lucky podcast of 2020. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, one thing I'll say too. one thing that's been exciting is that you and I got back to this, like, this is it, man. Yep. You know, that we, we got back to podcasting us and our giant audience of our moms. Yeah. Um, but that really has been something for me, like finding those places that I find excitement again. Mm-hmm. Um, but so looking into 2021, and you know, a date is arbitrary, right? You know, a year. And yeah. I've heard that the most this year that I was like, well, you know that, you know, it's just a date on a calendar. I'm like, I get you. I get, but like, 
Yeah, but everything construct is there on January first. Yeah, I mean, yeah, COVID's not even going to be real on January one. Yeah, it's gone. So, what is one thing you're you're hopeful for? You're looking forward to in the new year? I think kind of what we were talking about of continuing to learn, continuing to mm-hmm. grow. I um with with written to speak and with where business is at right now, it's you know it is it's learning to call written to speak a ministry. It's also learning to call it a business. It's it, and it's learning um, more of of what that means. Uh, yesterday I had a meeting with a friend and I just kind of asked him a bunch of questions cause he's kind of in a place further than I am. And I was like, I need help. And so it's like learning to ask for help. And so I think for me going into 2021, I have a lot of, I always have a lot of goals. Like I'm a very, I'm a very goal oriented person. And along with a big goal comes all these little micro goals. And I just, I'm pretty focused on what I'm doing. And I think coming into this year, I want to enter not with like my hands gripped on, on the wheel, but you know, just like loose hanging on and seeing, okay, is this the right direction I need to go? Where should I go this direction? And so, uh, remaining open, remaining ready to learn. And, uh, as much as I hate what I'm about to say, um, remaining ready to be corrected because I know I'm not doing everything correct or right or the best that that I can be doing that. And so, um, I did have the thought and then I was like, I'm going to start running again. And then I was like, no, you're not like, you're you're not like you, you want to, you want, you want to say, yeah, you're going to go run. But like, I know I'm not going to, (laughs) I I, I just, I know that I'm not. And, uh, I think when it, one of the things that it comes to goals is like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to go run a a, a marathon. Like, no, you're not Mm -hmm. like, just maybe, maybe start running, maybe, go run the block and then, and then go from there. So it's a, I'm going to, I'm not going to try to take these big leaps into 2021. I'm just gonna take a step at a time. Yeah. What about you, man? Honestly, the thing I'm most excited about is I am, um, I'm ready for everything to kind of like, I'm ready for the vaccine to hit. I'm ready for those kinds of things because the most thing I'm, I'm ready to see my family again. Like we have so much of like my side of the family. We have, um, a couple of, uh, my sister and my sister-in-law, well, both my sister-in-laws, um, are all medical. And so we have, we tried to not like kind of cross pollinate and like, you know, we've got to watch out for them. So it's a blessing that my brother and sister-in-law live in town. So they're kind of in our, our, you know, COVID huddle, whatever you want to call it. Um, but we haven't seen, I haven't seen my nieces since, um, June, we went down and did a socially distanced thing for my parents wedding anniversary. But even that was like, my nieces kept their distance. So really it's been January of this year that since we've like spent time with them. And so I am pumped for when like we all get the green light and we just get to hang out together. That's actually our, um, my side of the family this year are, we're not changing names. We're not doing any of that. We're all saving money so that when we get together, we can do a big meal and, you know, Oh, fun. Have fun That's a good it. idea. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think for a lot, it is, it has been, it has been draining to not be able to be around the people that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, and like for us, it was like, well, we definitely can't come visit y'all down in Texas. You know, like that's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I am, I am hopeful that in 2021 we'll be able, it will be, we'll feel more comfortable with traveling um, mm-hmm. and being near one another. Yeah. But 
Yeah, dude, I, to echo what you were saying, brother, I'm glad the pot is back. I agree, man. Well, hey, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a year. Uh, been we, will, we will see you guys again in the new year. Thanks for joining us back here. I'm Ted. I'm looking forward to 2021. And this has been our podcast. <laughs> Game change. Game change.